That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. A Dear Media original podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Factor. It's spring season and we need wholesome, convenient meals to energize us for warmer, more active days and keep us on track when we're trying to reach our goals. And Factor is an amazing product that can help you fuel it fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. With Factor, you can rest assured that you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions to your door and source 100% renewable electricity for production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. This may get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered straight to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. It's really, really easy. This is a really nice thing to have in your fridge. First of all, takeout's really expensive and it's just like a cheaper, easier option. And the other thing is, is there's truly no mess. Like you're just literally popping it in and heating it up and it's that easy. I also love that they have so many different options. So if you're someone like me that really likes more greens and protein, you can do that. But depending on however you want to eat, they have an option for you. Head to factormeals.com slash good40 and use the code good40 to get 40% off your first box. That's code good40 at factormeals.com slash good40 to get 40% off your first box. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. Today, we have a guest on the show that I have been wanting since the very, very beginning. She's amazing. She's the host of The Real Pod on Dear Media. She is also a mental health and body image advocate. Victoria Garrick-Brown, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm pumped to be on. So one of the things I really love about you is that I think that you're someone that I really wanted when I was growing up. Like it would have been really helpful to have like your body image stuff and your mental health stuff when I was growing up. And I was wondering if that was something that you probably want, like if you would have benefited from someone like yourself growing up? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I'm so flattered. So thank you. I definitely think the conversations that I try to have online and with the people, whether I interview them or I see them in the space and I admire their work are definitely things that just weren't kind of being talked about then. I even came across this morning on my feed. I don't know if people remember that Yo Plate commercial that was like, 
itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot. Like it may be a memory unlock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is it. a memory unlock. I just saw it online today in like an anti-diet culture thread. And the commercial literally ends with like, burn more fat, lose more weight, yo plate. Mm. And it's like, those are the commercials when we were growing up that like we saw no one even questioned that. It's always like, yes, how can we always lose weight? How can we be the thinnest? So definitely, like I wish that I had seen things being said differently when I was younger. And I think it would have had a different impact. Yeah, completely. I think I really, really, really would have benefited just from like conversations like this too, that just weren't happening. And one of the, I, I really, I've been following you for a long time, but I really fell in love with you after your wedding. You did this post on your honeymoon and I'm sure you remember it, but you were getting ready one night. You were like in Rome. You put on this like silky pink mm-hmm. skirt mm-hmm. and you were specifically like, listen, I put this on. I wasn't feeling super comfortable. You walked through kind of like the questions you were going to ask yourself. And you were like, here's the thing. It's kind of like cutting me off at the waist. It's kind of accentuating a part of my belly that I don't really want accentuated right now, but I I can decide right now, is this something that I really want to embrace today? Or do I want to feel like a hundred million percent comfortable and just change outfits? But it was so matter of fact, it was so healthy. And you went through like a series of things. And I was wondering how you got there. Like it is so self-aware. It's so beautiful. And I just think it's so important the way you do it. And I just, I was wondering how you got there. Thanks for the compliment. And it's crazy to me how viral that video went. It's like my most viral reel. And it's not even a reel. Like it's literally a video of me for five seconds standing in front of the camera. And it still to this day comes up on my feed. And it was literally like, there was probably a 90% chance I never even posted it because there's Mm -hmm. so much going on in the honeymoon. You're going to dinner. But I was like, yeah, real quick. Like I haven't posted. Why don't I just explain what I'm thinking? As far as the thought process, whether it was the mentors I had in my life, the self-help books that I devoured when I was really craving guidance, going to therapy, even just we were talking off air about my mom. I just feel like I had people around me where I was always thinking deeply and asking big questions. And I think that coupled with honestly a personality where I do think I have some sort of a speaking gene, like of just words and sentences and thoughts and phrases. And I think then in my own mind, it's easier for me to kind of walk through, well, here's a situation, here are the options, and just being very logical and not acting with lots of emotion in in these situations. And I think when it comes to healing my relationship with body image and food, a lot of it is, you know, having that first compassion. Okay, I understand why I'm here. I understand, you know, even though I want to celebrate all bodies, here I am not comfortable with a part of my stomach. Like, so of course I could beat myself up, like, oh, we should love this. And this is fat phobic of you to even have thoughts like this. But also, I'm human. We grew up with a lot of this conditioning. Like, let me have compassion for the fact that I have this thought, I'm not perfect. Then what do I want to do? Do I want to, you know, start crying and get upset that this skirt that once looked good on me and I liked doesn't fit me right anymore? And then I ruin my dinner with my now husband and I'm maybe going to cut foods tonight because I'm self-conscious. Or am I just like, you know what? The skirt doesn't serve me anymore. Let me just change my outfit and move on with my life. 
that sounds very easy. And matter of fact, as I depict it right now, it takes a lot of work, practice reps to get to that point. I've certainly had many instances in college before I was at this place where I try on a pair of jeans in a dressing room and I'm just immediately triggered and I'm sobbing. And I'm, I remember vividly in like, you know, a certain store, there's like four mirrors. You're like looking at yourself 360, every crevice, the lighting's terrible. I'm grabbing a size that is a size I've been told is not a good size. And you know, it ruins my whole day and my week. And then I start restricting. So I've, I had years of that as well. So this is on the back end of like the work I put in to get to a better place with myself. Wow. That is so powerful. And, and the thing that really sticks out to me is that I feel like you acted like your own best friend, like, because the, the things that you kind of said to yourself in that moment and the things that you put in that post and the things that you said just now are like the things that you can, like when you zoom out and you take a minute and you're like, coaching your friend through something, you're like, listen, here are your options. It's okay. And I love that you said the piece about, because I think that there is obviously this really important body acceptance movement and to talk about it. And at the same time, we're human and like, it's also okay to feel insecure about different things. And I think that that's really helpful too, especially coming from someone like you that is so kind of powerful in the space and then also is totally human also and like what you did in this really human moment. So it makes complete sense to me why it went so viral. I like had it saved a million times and I was like, this is important. Oh oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Another thing you talk about a lot online, which I think is so just, it's tough right now is like, not just like the editing and the Photoshopping and the face tuning. And also like you, you even do the posing where it's like just the Instagram versus reality of it all. And I was wondering like where you thought we were headed and any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've tried to shy away from the side-by-side posing. And I don't think I posted that for a hot second now because obviously I have my own experiences having an eating disorder and body image issues, and that's valid. I'm also regarded in society as a white woman with a thin body who can walk into most stores and find clothes that fit me. So I think I love being a part of this conversation. And I know that everyone's story matters because, you know, we have similarities. And so then you can relate to what I'm posting and vice versa. So I think everyone should share their story. I think I've just recently realized like there's people who can't morph or pose back into what's socially acceptable. Mm -hmm. So once kind of educating myself on that and following some of these awesome other advocates, I kind of learned, okay, like, I don't think that's, I want to bring light to these issues in a different way. And I think, you know, with the showing the artificial intelligence videos of like, here's my body. And then here's like the way that technology can morph it. And this is something a lot of people can do. Like, so I think I've been personally trying to find a way to create content that is helpful for people struggling with what I struggled with and what I would have wanted to see, but also hopefully isn't like incredibly tone deaf to the variety of different bodies, people, and experiences that exist out in the world that I don't know that story. Of course, totally. And that makes complete sense. And I know myself, like, I see it with myself more with like filters on Instagram and like, God bless, do your filters and stuff. But to me, there's this thing where I'm starting to realize like I'm 37 and I, because 
I think all my peers like use all these filters. I stopped knowing what like a 37 year old looks like because we're not 27, we're not 47. It's like kind of a specific thing. But I think that if you're constantly seeing everyone with like literally not a single line on their face, just like so filtered, it starts to make you wonder like, do I, like, where do I exist in the world? Not that, you know, we should be comparing ourselves to everyone else, but it is kind of like, you know, you're seeing all your friends and all your peers and then you see them in real life and you're like, oh, okay. So like we're all on the same path, whatever that is. But I just think it's interesting in terms of like the comparison piece and also then also God bless, like for someone who wants to use filters and edit and all those things. But I do think in terms of like, I wonder if we're going to get to a point where something will say like, you know, at the top of the thing, it will say it's a filter. Like, is it going to say that it's edited? That's my thing. Like, I'm not like, I'm not like, yeah, use filters in Photoshop if that's your prerogative. I'm like, use filters in Photoshop and be honest about it if that's your prerogative. So for me, the transparency is just the biggest piece. Like, I don't care if anyone wants to Photoshop edit filter, but it is not, then don't lie about it and be honest about it and say, yeah, like I respect like Tana Mojo. I I don't know how to say her last name, but for her just being like, I face tune the shit out of my photos. Like, okay, then there's nothing we can say. Like she likes to do it. She does it. She tells people, great. Then a lot of people don't consume her content and think I want a body or face like hers because they know she edited it and she owns it. And I have so much respect for her for doing that. So I think it's the problem is when these big influencers or celebrities you know, whether they have plastic surgery or they're Photoshopping and they're face tuning and then they're selling a workout plan and they're posting their workout video and they're posting their meal plan. And then rewind to us when we were 13, 12, 14 saying, oh my gosh, if I do 50 squats a day and I have lemon water in the morning with hot water and I blah, 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 I'm going to look like this person when you're not, you know? Completely. And I feel the same way and not to make it this whole big Pandora's box, but I feel the same way with the Ozempic stuff. I I have concerns just like from a practitioner level, but also just in terms of the transparency level, I think it would just be so nice to know, you know, obviously people who are in the public eye deserve to have their privacy, the whole thing. But I think with transparency, like with stuff like that, then if you're kind of on a healthy, slow and steady path, then you don't feel like crap that you're not, you know, like dropping a bunch of weight in a matter of a month or so. Yeah. The whole Ozempic thing is a super complex, nuanced, I think, issue happening now. And yeah, you bring up a good point of like, it's also not everyone's business for someone to walk around and say, here's what's in my bank account. Here's like the mess I'm hiding in our laundry room. And here's the problem I'm having with my family. Like, you know, that's not everyone's business. I think it crosses that line when it's, you know, it becomes untruthful. Like I've been working out really hard or I've been in the gym or I've been eating right. And right. then that's secretly Ozempic. Right, right, right. Completely. And I think that that's, that is the nuance and that's the really important part. Like if you're just kind of quietly going about your, like that type of stuff, but then if you're then promoting, like then you're now promoting a certain lifestyle in the press, then that becomes... I think ethically kind of iffy. I think that's exactly the point. The other thing that I really relate to you on is that I was a college athlete also. And I heard you talking recently about how after you 
you know, stopped being, you know, like a division one athlete, you had to kind of reevaluate your relationship with exercise. And I really related to it. And I think a lot of it comes down to like the loss of ego in being like, oh, I don't have to kill myself to do a workout. I could just have like a joy of moving my body. Mm -hmm. And it's like a privilege to move your body. And I was wondering where you were with that now, if there was like anything that, that like is bringing you joy in that way that you've gotten away from like the, or does that still pop up at all? Mm-hmm. Wait, what sport did you play? I was a rower. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Early mornings. Yeah. I definitely have had to navigate and figure out like what is working out in fitness look like for me, if it's not for a position or for a championship or, you know, for being an athlete. And I definitely had to have some sort of ego death in going on a walk is a great workout. Going to a yoga class is a great workout. Doing, you know, a spin class is a great workout. And then also figuring out what works for me. And I truly haven't found that rhythm. And so I'm trying to figure out like what works for me. And I think at this current stage in my life, I do crave a good sweat. I crave getting the heart rate up. And I like the way my body feels and my energy feels when I work out. So at a high level, I've just tried to give myself this goal of like three a week. Mm. We're just going to do three a week. And that could be a walk. It could be a two hour workout. It could be a yoga class. It could be, you know, a lift, whatever it is, just sweat three times a week. And that has been something helpful for me. I'm like, okay, I have seven days. Like I can fit three in. And I found that that's been motivating for me. I don't have the pressure on like, it's a certain time. It's a certain class. It's a certain thing. It's just everything I do kind of with my body is super intuitive. So yeah. it's like, I wake up in this the morning and sometimes I'm like, I really want to work out. Mm. Sometimes I'll get the bug at like 5 PM and I like hop on our Peloton quickly. So it just depends. I'm figuring it out. I don't know the answer. And it's something that I'm hoping to find more of a rhythm in. I love that. And I think it comes back to this theme that we talk about a ton, which is just like that self-knowledge piece of knowing like, okay, I am someone that really vibes with having someone with me. And I am someone who like needs to have a little more flexibility in being able to like wake up in the morning and feel like, do I want something kind of restorative or do I want to like kind of like for 30 minutes, kind of like pound on the Peloton, whatever Mm -hmm. that means. But I feel like listening to your body and like being really intentional about what works for you, not like your husband or your friends and all that, which I just think is so helpful. The last thing I just wanted to talk to you about is that, you know, I think in a lot of times you end a conversation like this and it's like, what's next? And I had a conversation on a plane recently with someone who's kind of like a high powered media person. And that's always fun. On it's, a plane. <laughs> it was fun. And she is about to go through like a big life transition. And we were talking about this idea of like, people are asking her like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Because she's super powerful and successful. And she was like, I don't know. She was like, I'm kind of good at my job. I make a good living. I'm like excited about it. Maybe it's this. And it was just this interesting, it was like this interesting thing where I think that we put a lot of pressure on people to be like, what's next for you? Like you just did this, you're doing your talks, you have your podcast, what's next? And so I was just wondering, instead of saying what's next, I was going to say like, what's feeling really good for you right now? Is it something that you're working on? Or is it like, are you really honing in what you're doing right now and feeling really good in it? First of all, I'm a big fan of everything you just described. And I feel the same way. I just believe in like doing the best that you can today, tomorrow, stacking good days and seeing where that leads you, 
being an athlete and you probably have similar feelings. There's so much goal setting and so many things to go to, to work towards, to reach to that. I just like kind of being more in my slow girl era. I've seen yeah. that and I, I've been really liking it and I'm definitely trying to tap into that. So where, what I'm excited about now is I feel like I'm in a really great place as an entrepreneur and I have been able to kind of like evaluate my business from all angles and like see what I need. And I just hired my first full-time employee. So I'm super, thank you. I'm super excited about like what the future holds and also to just kind of like be expanding this business that I've been working on for so many years now. And I just, I literally am so excited because a lot of it is a lonely grind by yourself. So now to have someone and to have found someone that I'm really excited about. And yeah, I think that for me is like, and I think it is going to be that blessing of allowing me to then slow down because I'll have someone else coming and saying, hey, let me carry half of that. You know, it's like, it's all been on my back. Yeah. And I think there's such a beauty and a skill to like delegating things and being able to, again, like loss of control, loss of ego, and just like letting things flow a little more so that you can be more creative and I think that that's so, so, so exciting. Thanks. Thank you so much for being here. Where can we find you? Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you for having me. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Victoria Brown. And you can find my podcast called Real Pod on also Dear Media Network. And yeah, maybe you could find me, I don't know, walk in the streets of uh, LA. Slow girl, like slow girl summer. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. This was amazing. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts. Hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily. Today's episode is brought to us by Factor. It's spring season and we need wholesome, convenient meals to energize us for warmer, more active days and keep us on track when we're trying to reach our goals. And Factor is an amazing product that can help you fuel it fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. With Factor, you can rest assured that you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions to your door and source 100% renewable electricity for production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. This may get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered straight to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. It's really, really easy. This is a really nice thing to have in your fridge. First of all, takeout's really expensive and it's just like a cheaper, easier option. And the other thing is, is there's truly no mess. Like you're just literally popping it in and heating it up and it's that easy. I also love that they have so many different options. So if you're someone like me that really likes more greens and protein, you can do that. But depending on however you want to eat, they have an option for you. Head to factormeals.com slash good40 and use the code good40 to get 40% off your first box. That's code good40 at factormeals.com slash good40 to get 40% off your first box.